Happy New Year. Welcome to 2020 and welcome to our first podcast, Rocky, in the new year. Yeah, this is. That's right. Our community podcast, an I've Decided Media broadcast hosted by Peoria Life. Thanks for joining us today. Joining me today is Rocky Ziegler, my co-host for this podcast. He's the owner of RP Ziegler Investments. I'm Andy Thornton, president and CEO of the Greater Peoria Family YMCA. So today, Rocky and I have a little bit of a different approach to our podcast. We don't have a special guest with us today. We just want to spend some time talking about um, our weekly winning word for the I've Decided community, which is intentional. What does it mean to be intentional? And I think it's relevant for us, especially in the, in the new year. We're all, everybody's looking at um, ways to be better how to do things better in their life, maybe reassessing some of their goals. We obviously hear people talk about, hey, I'm gonna be healthier this year, I'm gonna exercise more, I'm gonna eat better, all those things. But in order for us to be successful in our life with anything that we do, I think it's important for us to really think about how do we be more intentional in that effort? So just a quick definition to kind of set the table. the, a simple definition for being intentional is something that we're doing on purpose. So I think that's really basic, it's really simple, but I think it's really pretty profound. And before we jump in to talk about some of these different tips, Rocky, I want to, sh- I want to share with you and our audience um, a, a devotion that I came across um, a couple of weeks ago that was really, I think, pretty um, profound for me and of kind of evaluating the way that I approach my life. And I think it ties in really succinctly with this discussion today about well, it's, being It's profound for me as well, because we're, I didn't know this, but we're both having milestone birth date years this yeah. year. So, you know, yeah. yeah, it definitely ties into that for anyone who's listening. So Yeah, absolutely. So this is my 50th. This will be your 40th. Is that right? In, in October, yeah. So, yeah and I'm yeah. in September, so almost okay. the same time right. of year, too. So that's pretty cool. I have to remember to send each other birthday cards. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this devotion... Um, was titled Seize the Day. Um, And it came from Greg Laurie, who's a well-known pastor. um, uh, But but it was focused around this uh, research that was done by a guy by the name of Dr. Leslie Weatherhead. Don't know anything more about him other than that's his name and that's what was shared. Interesting last name. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) But he um, actually took the time and figured out... um, the average length of our life in a 24-hour span. So think of it from the perspective of midnight is your birth and 12 p.m. or midnight on the beginning of the day is your birth and then the same day, midnight or 11.59 p.m. is when you, you die. Okay. So where are you on that spectrum by your age? And here's some examples. If you're 20 years old, on a 24-hour spectrum, you are at 11.34 a.m., so just about lunchtime. Okay. If you're 30, you're at 151. Uh, 40, which is where you're going to be this year, Rocky, <clears throat> you're at 4.08, so getting a little bit later in the day, yeah. about ready to clock out yeah. for the day yeah, and head that's... home. 
it's kind of sobering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and for me, at age 50, it's 625, so it's after dinner. Yeah. And when I think of it, I'm at 8, 30, 9 o'clock, I'm going to bed. Yeah, yeah, that's so how it's I do. Almost, it's almost the end for me in, in some respects. But And then when you're 60, it's 8.42. If you're 70, it's 11 p.m. So you are really at the late stages of your life. you know. And it makes sense. But when you look at it from that perspective, I think it really um, puts this intentional living into a different lens. I know it does for me. Yeah, it does for me too. I, you know, you shared this before, just before we started recording, and it's yeah, sobering is a good word to per, uh, good word to use to describe it. It's sort of depressing as well. Yeah. But it's reality, and and I think this where the weekly winning word of intentional really fits into this is, you know, I'll be forty here in what nine months, I guess. And it's just a nice reminder to start living life intentionally because the definition was what something done on purpose. Yep. I mean, you could replace something with life and have it be life done on purpose. And so I'm as guilty great. as anyone else, which is just sort of floating through the day, floating around life, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of getting getting through the day and then you're home and it's over, you know. Um, and I, I've got four young kids at home, so I'm very guilty of just floating through life sometimes and putting them to bed and it's eight o'clock and you're like, well, now what? The day is pretty much over. What just happened? It's half the time. So um, I I certainly need to be more intentional about what I'm doing. So especially now that it's what, 408 basically, (laughs) or maybe 402, I guess, uh, since I'm not quite 40 yet, but yeah, it's getting there. And I can relate with everything that you said. We get get so bogged down with just the day-to-day task Mm -hmm. of what needs to be done both at work and for my family and kind of forget about taking that time to really appreciate what's happening around Mm -hmm. me and who is surrounding me in my life, my wife, my kids, my coworkers. You know, at the YMCA, there's thousands of people coming through our doors. Yeah. And are we really taking the time to engage with those people. And we've had these conversations even organizationally here more recently at the Y is we have to take a more intentional effort in our work to help our members become more successful if our organization is really going to have the impact that we want it to have. Sure. But from a personal perspective, this really hit me hard at the beginning of the year. And I think it really relates to this discussion today. So I appreciate you um, sitting here with me today and kind of talking through this because I think that there's some value to this discussion. So I did some research um, in preparation for the show today, and I just Googled um, be intentional to see what would come up with. And of course, (laughs) Google anything and you get thousands of different records. But there were some very interesting articles that I came across that were designed around, you know, be an intentional leader um, and and living your life intentionally. And I came across this one that I just want to kind of lift up some of these these, um, um, I guess, tips, we'll call them tips, Mm -hmm. that were um, written in a way to help us be intentional just on a daily basis as we go through our life. Little things that we can do that will help us be more mindful of, are we really living life on purpose? Sure. Um, And so this article uh, had nine simple ways to be intentional every day. And I'm, I'll list the nine and then we'll jump into a couple of them because I don't think we can cover the nine of them in the time that we have here today. Uh, but the first one is be mindful of the media you consume. Uh, when I think of media, it's social media, right? It, yeah. it can take tons of time for us. Second one, choose to be kind. Seems pretty simple, mm-hmm. but I don't know that we think about it necessarily throughout the day. Do something that brings you joy. 
uh, ask why before you buy, which I thought was pretty interesting, and we can get it. That's a good one, that. yeah. Practice active listening, which I think is a skill that we all need to work on. For sure. Make time for self-reflection, which I think is important. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest, I do very little of that. Yeah, same here. Do something you can be proud of. Question your have-tos. And prioritize rest and self-care. Those are the nine things that came up out of this article, and I think it was really, really pretty important. So the first one, the... Be mindful of media you consume. So, Rocky, where do you get lost in media? So, about two, maybe three years ago, this is 2020 now, probably two years ago, I just I made a concerted effort to basically eliminate cable news from my life. Wow. And I just felt like it's, it, it's all so negative, and it's, it's just nothing but Washington, D.C. drama, political drama. And frankly, I read some articles that were saying that, you know, that can actually increase your level of anxiety. And uh, I think it does. And so, you know, that's one. And, and also recently, uh, you know, I do, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, uh, probably too much, <clears throat> mainly Twitter. I enjoy my time on there. But um, it's, you forget that sometimes that that's not real life. Mm-hmm. You know, what people are putting on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, or TikTok, whatever that is, um, it's not real life. It's, it's a highlight reel, basically. And I think by us constantly seeing people's highlight reels, it starts to negatively affect us to think, oh, gosh, they're you know, yeah. down on the beach in Florida. I haven't been you know, on vacation in two years. They must be doing so great, and I'm not. And, you know, it can kind of make you feel bad. And it's just a, yeah. it can also just be a, a time suck as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. And I really appreciate your comments around how we tend to want to compare ourselves to others. And you're right. It's not real life. It's, it's highlights. Not, yeah. Correct. It's highlights yeah. of life. It's like a basketball game where you get a 30-second clip and you see nothing but the great things that happen. But we know that yeah. there's a lot of struggles that yeah. go on in that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and it's easy to get sucked into that and, and be discouraged by that because maybe you're not experiencing those. Yeah, discouraged is a great word. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm guilty of that too sometimes I do, you know, I'll, I'll peruse social media and feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm losing or something. Like everyone else is just doing so much better. And, yep. you know, no one's really, I shouldn't say no one, very, very few people are really putting their daily struggles, their life struggles out for everyone mm-hmm. to see. I'm yeah. saying that they should, yeah. but um, you, you don't see a whole lot of that. So Yeah, so, so how, how impactful could it be for us if we really take a hard look at how much media we're consuming, whether it's cable news, it's Facebook, it's Twitter, whatever, um, and put some of that aside and take more time to really be self-reflective, which is one, another tip mm-hmm. here, or to do something that brings you joy, spend more time for yourself to really sure. create some happiness in that. I think for me, I know that there's a lot of time that I spend just scrolling on the phone. Yeah. You know, it becomes a huge distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, that that's really pretty important for us. The next one on here, choose to be kind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing just because just on the way here, I mean, two blocks away, uh, the person in front of me um, did not go through the yellow light. Yeah. And, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get road rage, but I was kind of like, come on, you know. But, I mean, that's a situation where, you know, in the grand scheme of life, does it matter that it took an extra 40 seconds for me to get here? No. Right. You know, I, I, I could have, I wasn't mean to the person, but I could have chosen. I could have been intentional about how I felt in that moment rather than just blowing off about, you know, why can't you just run the red light? So, you know, yeah, that's one thing that came to mind when I, when I saw that. There's a quote that I came across that, that supports, I think this, this topic. And here's the, here, I'll share it with you. Do things for people, not because of who they are 
or what they do in return, but because of who you are. That's so good. Make a choice to help others because you want to, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. want to help them. Um, and I think that, that it's really important and it's easy to to get away from that in our life because it we, is. we talked about it. We get so bogged down with what's going on around us. You know, I see um, you know memes or quotes or articles or whatever talking about how every person you meet, strangers, people on the street, whatever, they're generally going through some kind of, you know, they're all going through life. So they're all going through their own struggles. And yeah. so, you know, the person you see down the street maybe having, you know, a health problem, a marital problem, a financial problem, whatever. And if you could show up, you know, some that person some kindness, it might help their day a little bit. Yep, absolutely. It It, it is contagious. I think mm-hmm. we've seen examples of that. You see it even on social media. You mm-hmm. see some of these things where, you know, the pay it forward mindset. Sure. Uh-huh. And I think that, you know, your smile to someone, just a smile, not even a conversation. Yeah. You never know what somebody's going through. Very true. Right. Mm-hmm. And that friendly smile, that friendly interaction could change somebody's outlook on life, mm-hmm. impact them for the betterment of that day. And who knows how that's going to spread. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so I think that, that that is really, really important. Um, so the, ne- the next one I want to talk about is pra- practice active listening. Uh, what do you think of when you hear that? You hear that statement. Uh, I think of my wife, ironically, saying that I need to active, actively listen more. Uh-huh. So, um, but I think of active listening as internalizing what someone's saying, um, giving them your full attention on what they're saying, and repeating back to them what you think they're saying. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what I yeah. think is, is very important there. So, um, I, yeah, I, that's something I should be, I should certainly be more intentional about in all mm-hmm. situations. I. You know, I have a lot of folks sit across the desk from me every day talking about their financial lives, their dreams, their wishes, their goals. And um, I like to think I actively listen in those situations well, but um, I'm not on the other end of the table, so I don't really know. But it's something to be more intentional about for sure. Yeah, I agree. Um, Just another statement to support that. Active listening is listening to understand instead of listening to respond. Hmm. And I I think if you go through the process, you're having a conversation with somebody and you're listening to them talk and while they're talking oftentimes we're thinking of what it is that we're going to say yeah versus really absorbing what they're communicating to us internalizing that and then i think you said it really well um repeating it back to them Mm -hmm. so that there's some affirmation they know that you're listening they know that you've heard them and and that makes somebody feel better too when they know that they've been heard i have a friend who's a therapist uh counselor i'm not sure what title he prefers, but um, that's one thing he always said was during counseling sessions, he would always say, you know, the, 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 the patient would always say, you know, X, Y, Z, but he would always respond with, okay, I think what I'm hearing you say is this, is that right? And so that's, um, I, I try to incorporate that into my daily life as much as I can, although, you know, mm-hmm. it's a, probably a shortcoming most yeah. of the time. And I think it's a struggle for all of us. I mean, we've had some, we've had some actual training in the YMCA work where they've created this, uh, this training mechanism that's called um, Listen First. Okay. And that's what it's built around is being an active listener and trying to train our staff and when they're in, interacting with our members and people that are coming into our facility, are we really taking the time to get to know them yeah. and making them feel like they're appreciated and they're heard. Yeah. And it does work when you do it, oh, yeah. when you practice it and be intentional about the way that you communicate mm-hmm. with people, people respond to that pretty positively. Yeah, I think so too. So I think it's definitely a proven, a proven, um, uh, um, what's the word? Um, strategy. Tool, strategy tool, yeah, okay, that, yeah. that we can use. How about making time for self-reflection? 
How does that work in your life? Uh, it normally doesn't uh, because <laughs> I don't do it very often, but I do think it's important to, you know, remember to, to, to take time to stop, to remember your accomplishments, remember, um, you know, things you've overcome maybe, yeah. uh, just where I think self-reflection can also be a, a little talk about where you're headed in life as well. Cause again, being intentional, uh, if, if you self-reflect on some things, maybe you'll find out, oh gosh, I forgot I, I did want to accomplish this and I never really went after it. So yeah. um, I, I, th I do think it's very important. I actually feel like that really goes together with uh, the last one, which was prioritize rest and self-care. Yeah. I think those, those two mesh well pretty, uh, pretty, pretty well, yeah. or mesh together pretty well, I should say. Yeah, I agree. And the tip in here in this article I found says to do it daily. Take time every day, just a few minutes, to think about your values and your priorities. Mm -hmm. Reassess maybe the events of the day. Where did you have some success? Where did you have some struggle? What mm -hmm. can you learn from that moving yeah. into the next day? And I think that that's really important is to be intentional about it on a daily basis. Yeah, I remember one thing early on in my career, I went to a, a meeting and the, the, the presenter said something about kind of reflecting on the day and how a lot of times folks will reflect on the negative things of the day, mm -hmm. not the positive. And so one thing I did for a number of years, which I should probably start doing again, was writing down two positive things that happened during the oh, day. Yeah, that's great. And speaking of being intentional, two things I wanted to, um, I guess the two most important things I wanted to do tomorrow. Mm. So that way when you walk in, there's a list and you can say, oh yeah, these are the two top priorities for the day. Do those first and then everything else can wait. So Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then I should make a note of that actually. Yeah, I so like that. I can I like start that. doing that again, yeah. Because you've you've set the table for the next day, you've gone in, you've accomplished that, so you've created some momentum for success throughout exactly. the day. I think that, that makes a lot of sense. So I, I think all of this is great, and I think the overarching theme is, you know, be purposeful in what it is that you do. Be intentional in everything that you do in your life, whether it's at work, whether it's with family, it doesn't matter doing a podcast, be intentional about it um, so that you have the most, the, the, big, the best ability to be impactful for others, sure. not necessarily for yourself, but also for others. So let's shift gears for a little bit. We got a, for, we got a couple more minutes before we're out of time. And I know that you prepared some information um, from the, the lens of being intentional on how you manage your investments. And there's yeah. some new stuff that's coming down the pipeline for people. We want to share that with you since that's your so expertise. So there's a whole bunch of new laws that came out um, in 2020 regarding 401ks, IRAs, various retirement plans. Um, and I, I first just need to say too, this is not, I'm not giving any sort of financial advice during sure. this segment. So sure. you know, don't run out and implement these strategies. But uh, there's a couple main things I wanted to um, hit on for the uh, older folks who maybe it's, you know, um, I guess seven o'clock at night, if you will. Yeah, yeah um, or later. Correct. So generally speaking, <laughs> when you hit 70 years old or 70 and a half years old, you were required to start taking minimum distributions from your IRA. Okay. Just a small amount. Now it's moved from 70 and a half to 72. Okay. So they bumped that back a little bit, which I think is a good thing. Uh, second thing is, uh, generally speaking, prior to 2020 is you could not contribute to a traditional IRA once you were 70 and a half years old. So there was an age cap on there, that's gone. So now, okay. as long as you have earned income and you're over 70 and a half, you can put money um, away in an IRA. Okay, the that third one, like a good thing. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. The third one, and this is the biggest thing too, is when you inherit an IRA from someone other than your spouse. Okay, oh, okay. so just for example, let's say I inherited your IRA, okay? Mm -hmm. um, we're not married, are we? No, 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 no okay. So. Um, it used to be, uh, folks have probably heard the term a stretch IRA. So okay. what could happen is if I inherited yours, I would have to take a small portion out of it each year over the course of my lifetime. Mm -hmm. Now, if I inherit your IRA, 
there is no minimum requirement each year. It just has to be drained within 10 years after I, after I inherit it from you. So it takes a lot of planning, in my, in my opinion, to determine when's the best time to take it, how to take it, some different there's strategies you can do. Yes, that come with that, correct. Right? If it's a traditional IRA, there's some big tax consequences. If I inherit you know, a $2 million IRA from you and I got to drain it in 10 years, that's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of taxes to pay. So do you want to take it all in one year? Do you want to take a, 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 you know, an equal amount over 10 years? Do you want to take it in, all in year five? Yeah. All kinds of different stuff. So it's a big deal. I don't think a lot of folks know about this yet. So, yeah, so the cynical part of me says that that... That rule's been put in place to create more tax. Revenue. Well, of course, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, That's of fair course. To say? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, yeah. Of course. Maybe it's not cynical, it's just yeah. realistic. Although I will say the state of Illinois currently does not tax retirement plan distributions, so okay. we're one of the few states that do not. All so. right, well, go Illinois. <laughs> exactly Hopefully right. Something good comes yeah, out of this. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. So those are the main. Those are the main. So, things. so that change. The first thing that you talked about the change from um, not being able to take the distribution. At, you could do it at seventy and a half. Now it's seventy two. Correct. Um, or you put in put into the it's both. So first, the government, the federal government, used to require once you hit seventy and a half years old that you were had to take out a small sliver of your IRA or four hundred one k each year over the course of your lifetime, okay. depending on a like an actuarial table. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been moved from seventy and a half to seventy two. Okay. Also, with those same two ages, is now one, generally speaking, when you hit seventy and a half years old, you were unable to put more money into an IRA or four hundred one k. Now at seven, they've bumped that back to. Uh, I'm sorry, there is no cap, so you can continue to put money in your IRA as long as you have earned income for the foreseeable future. Okay, all right, good. Thanks for clarifying that. I was a little confused by that, and thanks for sharing some of that expertise. Hopefully, it helps somebody out there. Yeah, hope so. Uh, you know, there's always changes in the rules and the laws, and I think it's important for us to try to stay on top of those things. And if they take away anything, if you're inheriting an IRA from someone other than your spouse, it's a big deal get with someone that you trust to help you with this thing because it's yeah it's changed a lot that's great that's great thanks rocky for sharing that thanks for joining me today thanks everyone out there who's watching for being a part of our show today hopefully this discussion around being intentional has maybe sparked some some uh a fire in you to be a little bit better in how you go about living your life um treating others the way that you treat others the way that you you do your work you live with your family all of those things it's important for us to really be intentional about how we do it. And I think when we look at the perspective of where we are on the spectrum of life, how late is it really for us? And for me, it's after dinner. <laughs> and that's a late part of the yeah. day for me. I'm getting and close to dinner. so I need to do <laughs> a better job. So we hope that this was helpful for you. Before we go, we need to put a plug in for the I've Decided Motivational Conference, which is coming up in February on the 1st. Um, it is a full day conference. It's at Weaver Ridge. You can get more information about it, what's going to happen, but it's a motivational leadership conference for you. If you're looking for something to help give you a boost um, in your leadership skills, to help motivate you to achieve your goals, which is what I've decided is all about, this conference is for you. It's pretty reasonably priced. Um, it's not. A, it's a whole day long. It's out at Weaver Ridge. I think it starts at 8 o'clock. It goes till 2.30. You can find more information on the I've Decided website. So go to I'veDecided.org and all the information is there and you can sign up for it. So all of the guest speakers, the professional speakers are going to be there are local presenters too. There's a lot of local knowledge and Kim does a great job of bringing in local talent. She does. You know, a lot of conferences you go to, they bring in these high powered speakers and we've got local people here that know how to do a lot of these things and can share their knowledge that will benefit you in the way that you go about doing your work. So thanks for joining us today. Have a blessed 2020 and enjoy the rest of your week.
Life.com.